Andrew. Yes, Allison. Andrew, I just want you to know that I'm exposing myself. People that I know listen to this podcast and they're going to learn something about me that I have only told a few people. I've known for a few years. (laughs) I feel like this is like your coming out um, episode in a way. (laughs) I'm revealing something very uh, dear to my heart, very intimate. Um, I did used to write for maybe a month. Did used to write Glee fan fiction okay. on fanfiction.net. Yeah. And they were very tame. There was no, it was rated like K, kindergarten, on the fan fiction levels. Is that really a rating? That is a rating. K plus is like upper kindergarten, and then there's teen, <laughs> Wait, mature. So, but that doesn't mean that you're writing for like a kindergarten reading level. No. Okay. No, I'm saying that I'm, it's safe to like, read it it's like two kindergartners (laughs) two kindergartners (laughs) well maybe not that because they wouldn't get the intricacies of Curtin blaine's relationship how could they their brains are too small exactly um so while before we got started with this podcast i logged in to fanfiction.net and i am looking at my stories right now there's two of them Mm -hmm. there was a finn and rachel story and there was a Curtin blaine story right and I'm looking at the reviews, and I got a review. So these stories were written in 2011. That's like what? Like 15. 15, yeah. 15. Okay. <laughs> so I wrote this in 2011. I got reviews for this story up until 2013. Mm-hmm. So people were still reading it and finding it two years later. <laughs> Generations of people were. <laughs> Generations. Thankfully, yeah. nobody has found it since. Uh-huh. But the reviews are like, this story is so good. Please keep writing. I'm so excited for the next part. I like, don't know if you think that like Penguin Books is listening to you right now, but I want to actually know, <laughs> like, I don't fucking care about the reviews. I want to know what the content is. Okay, 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 fine, 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 fine. So the Finn and Rachel one, the one I wrote first Mm -hmm. was Finn and Rachel have broken up and they're in high school, in in the Glee Club, obviously, and they're just dealing with reeling from the breakup. And Finn does sing in the choir room a Star Kid song, Mm. which is not Glee canon. Not Glee canon, but obviously an Allison Dodge (laughs) original piece, yeah. And he sings Status Quo from a Star Kid musical, and then... Not High School Musical. Not High School Musical. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Kurt and Bert and Finn go on a fishing trip up to a cabin. Oh, cute. And Finn's like, oh my god, thank god, like, I'll get away from Lima for a little while and, like, think about things, get over Rachel, and then Rachel is also going to a cabin Shut on up. a lake. And she's like, oh, my family just needs this retreat. Me and my dad's like just need time to get away. Uh-huh. And it turns out those cabins right next to each other, baby. Are you fucking kidding me? That is yeah. what a twist. Like Ryan Murphy could have never. <laughs> Ryan Murphy could never. 15-year-old Allison. <laughs> you you were like, okay, genius. but wait. What if Rachel was at the cabin right next to this little retreat <laughs> cabin for for Finn. Exactly. Very beachy, very lake vibes. So it's like cheaper um, by the dozen too. It's like, uh, what's the movie with the dads, like David Spade? Oh, that's Grown Ups. Yes. Grown Ups. Mm-hmm. It's like Grown Ups, except not at all in any way, shape, or form. But with Star Kid um, songs, yeah. <laughs> with Star Kid songs. And then my Curtin Blaine one was, you're, I hate this. 
I hate this. You're going to hate this. Everybody's going to hate this. So it's after high school, Kurt and Blaine have broken up because Blaine's dad enlisted Blaine in the army. Wow. And he gets sent away to like a desert somewhere. Do we follow Blaine or is it just Kurt's We follow story? both of them because okay. the there's literally only three chapters of this story mm-hmm. ever written. It's not completed. We follow both of them at the same time. It's kind of like half chapter is Kurt, half chapter is Blaine. And Kurt is in New York and living with Rachel and thinking about Blaine and Blaine is in... The desert army. Wait, but you're saying that this was 2011 you wrote this before they even like went to New York? Yeah, before they even went to New Wait, York. Wait, so you so I predicted you that. predicted that they would go to New York and Blaine and Kurt would break up. Uh, yeah. Wow. So Ryan Murphy, where's my little money? Because Where he took that? my idea. Yeah. I mean, and then also so, Finn went to the army. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so Blaine goes into the army and I think what happens is they have this whole like American bandstand where army people perform and then they air it on the radio. And so Blaine sings uh, How Deep Is Your Love. And I think Somewhere Only We Know is mentioned, the Keen song, somewhere in the the um chapter i was gonna say episode you're dropping hands every episode that you want somewhere only we know to win this glacket i do love somewhere only we know a lot i love Mm -hmm. the keen version i love the darren chris version like even more i love the winnie the pooh movie version oh there was like was that the lily allen version i think so possibly yeah okay anyways so kurt hears blaine on the radio Mm mm-hmm and is like, oh my god, that's my boyfriend. Because that's what they're I playing don't... on the radio? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the craziest thing that Glee has done, absolutely. But obviously, I yeah. have notes. Yeah. No, I need your notes. I need your suggestions. This story is never going to go anywhere. I'm never going to actually share the story. Nobody ever can read Why? it. Why? But I'm not going to lie. It is kind of good. Like, I'm reading it back and I'm just like, dang. Wait, so don't do that. Don't do that. Do not come into this episode and say, like, I'm never going to share it. But damn, it's great. Like, don't, what, what, who is that for? Yourself. You're being selfish right now. I know. I'm just trying to preserve part of my identity. Can you just, like, release it, please? For once? (laughs) Maybe. Maybe if this podcast, like, blows up and a little bit of a blow to my character won't matter. I mean, Um, I have also, I I never wrote, like, a full fan fiction, but I did find on my, um computer yesterday i found i was very upset with the way the final episode final season went so this is like 2015 so 2015 this was uh in april 2015 this document was written um and i redid the um the last performance i still kept it i lived but i was just like you know i want everybody everybody to sing but I didn't realize that I had written a little like precursor like to set up the song um (laughs) so I'm just it's literally just a paragraph um it's (laughs) it says Will has finished telling Rachel how much of an impact she has had on him he stressed the fact that without her and Finn he would have been leading a life that wasn't gleeful for a lack of a better word She thanks him and tells him she has to go, but Will abruptly stops her and says he has one more thing as he pulls out his guitar. Rachel smiles, knowing what's in store, and he begins singing. And so I wrote out, I won't, I will spare the listeners, but, um, 
I wrote out, so every character on Glee that was present for I Lived has like a line. And I remember like consciously thinking, oh, this is a good Tina line. Oh, this is a good like okay. uh, kitty line, you know? Um, <laughs> and everybody, oh everybody had a line and I thought it was a really great idea. But like looking at it back, it's like, oh my God, like every two words, like it's a different singer, you know, which is a very chaotic <laughs> way to actually sing a song. Um, and so it's like Emma has a line. Um, it's just, it's so... It's so, I, I have unique just sings the word O, um, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's my fan fiction dabbling, uh, but. I love it. Yeah. I, I love it. I'm scared that it was more recent than mine. Mine I can kind of get away with because I was 15. Yeah, well, I'm not afraid of my past. I'm embracing it and I'm releasing <laughs> no, it to the public. If anybody wants to have it, it's all yours. <laughs> Unlike Allison, who's a coward. Um, I'm so sorry. I uh, am not sorry that we have a beautiful guest on this week, um, the host of the Glee Cap podcast, Connor Burke, joining us. Do you have any thoughts on what you've heard already? <laughs> um, I mean, there is a lot to unpack there. Mm-hmm. There is a lot <laughs> to unpack there. Um, very beautiful. Actually, when you were talking about the Kurt and Blaine fan fiction, do either of you remember between seasons five and season six when E! Online came out with a news article that Kurt was apparently going to move to Russia? I do remember that. Yes. <laughs> what? Well, mm-hmm. I think I, I completely forgot about that. Yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> <laughs> Well, I feel like that was, wasn't that like the same time that like a few of the cast members got hacked and like Chris Colfer tweeted, like, I'm leaving the series, like, I'm not going to be taking any questions. And then it turned out like a day later he was hacked, but people like freaked out for a day. Do you remember that? Yes, I do remember that. I'm not sure if that's related because I don't <laughs> think he okay. sourced Chris Colfer's Twitter as like their source. Yeah. I think this was genuinely something the executives were toying with. Oh in my, my gosh. view. And they were just kind of putting it out there to see what the vibes were with people and whether people would go with it. That's what I think. You think? Uh, shut up, Connor. Leave the Zoom. Are you I, kidding? I you swear. think you think that Ryan Murphy was honestly considering moving the hit Fox show Glee in their last season Andrew, to Russia? Andrew, we are talking about Ryan Murphy here. Okay. And no, not I'm the just... entire cast either. Just Kurt's part of the storyline. That was the whole thing. It was going to be like a like a season two redux, you know, where he it's only his character that goes to a different location. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, would they cover like Russian folk songs? Yeah. They would. What even is <laughs> Russian folk songs? I don't think I've ever heard one. Either have I, but maybe they're a thing. <laughs> um, Connor, um, speaking of foreign countries, at least to us, um, you are from a foreign country, as our listeners might have picked up on a certain accent. Uh, you are from Ireland, yes? That is correct. And yes. um, I don't know if you recall or our listeners recall, there was actually a character in Glee that is of Irish descent. And uh-huh. I am curious <laughs> about how you feel about that character, Rory Flanagan, to be exact. I mean, the best fictional character in all of, in the history of fiction. Let's be real. <laughs> no, like, dreadful. Just so boring. Um, I'm sure Damien McGinty is a lovely 
human. He seems really nice. Mm-hmm. Funnily mm-hmm. enough, when Glee was on, there is a talk show on in Ireland called The Late Late Show. And when Glee was on, he came back from LA for Christmas and he gave an interview on there. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Tuberty, the host of the show, was talking to him about like, you have got a very strong accent because even to the Irish ear, his accent is really strong. He's from like Northern Ireland. And mm-hmm. um, okay. he was like, how... <laughs> He was like, do all of the like American actors on set and stuff like understand you? And this was after the whole Leah Michelle allegation came out, this video resurfaced. And he was like, oh, "Oh, like a lot. He was like, no, a few of them struggled at the start, but they all they all understand me. And then he just goes, apart from Leah Michelle. (laughs) No. I fucking screamed. I was like, that is poetry. (laughs) Oh, you need to send us this video. Oh my God, that's so good. I will link, I will link afterwards. Please. Rory, in your opinion, not a good representation. Um, no. (laughs) Look, I, if people are like, oh my God, like, okay, like Rory, like this small leprechaun and stuff. And it's like, yes, that's the way the character was written. But it's like, I've got no sympathy for Damien McGinty. Like, he took that check. He he was not in a position of power to be like, can we just lay off the stereotype? But also... it kind of fits into Glee's universe in a way. Like, it makes sense that that character was like that. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It was like one brush stroke. It was like, okay, that's your character. You're Irish. Exactly. Yeah. I think he's got a nice voice. I think he's got yes. a nice yeah. voice, but like, no redeeming character. Well, I mean, he did win the Glee project. <laughs> and I recently watched season one of the Glee project, and I did, I guess I forgot that they put subtitles for some of the things that he said. Oh, my God. But you like? Do you guys notice like a difference between my accent and his, or is that just yes. invisible to your ear? Yeah, I can hear no, it. I hear no, that. He's, he's from a very specific region of Ireland. That is, it's technically in the UK because it's in Northern Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. so it's a very kind of. It, sometimes I'm like, what? What are they saying? So I can imagine <laughs> what it's like for you. <laughs> speaking of Rory and speaking of Glee, um, we have to get through six songs with you. Um, the next hour. Uh, and I understand that you are scared. Um, as are we every <laughs> single week. Guys, what is it about the amount of fucking Christmas songs you've had? You've had so much. Ridiculous. From the three episodes that I've heard, there has been like at least one every episode. Is that correct? I think yeah. that there's in, there's four in the first three episodes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just ridiculous. And they're all kind of from the same like previously unaired Christmas. I think yeah. three were, fr- yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, when the Chipmunk song started playing and I was listening to it, <laughs> I was just trying to imagine your faces. <laughs> like, oh, no. <laughs> I do have our first song. Uh, do you have any? Okay. Do you have any guesses, Connor, of like what songs we're gonna listen to? Like a shot in the dark. You might be correct. Okay, I'm feeling like a tribute episode vibe. Like okay. I know that might seem very vague because there's a lot of tribute episode, but maybe something from the Disco Inferno or Whitney Houston episode. That's what I'm gonna go Ooh, for. Well, okay. you were wrong, at least for the first song. And here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Lift up your head, wash off your mascara. Here, take my Kleenex, wipe that lipstick away. Show me your face, clean as the morning. I know things were bad, but now they're okay. 
Again, I think I say this every episode. When Darren Chris sings live, it mm. hits me in my soul. Yeah. I love his like unedited voice, just raw singing and starting suddenly Seymour. I do also just love this song. Okay, I've got a couple of things about this. Firstly, if Leah Michelle and Darren Chris had kids together, they would be absolutely gorgeous. Secondly, yes. terrible I really human resent... beings, but... Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, I really resent how good of a singer Leah Michelle is. It actually, it just really annoys me in general. Mm-hmm. Thirdly, Thirdly, I would love to know why Darren always kind of sang live in comparison to other cast members. And yeah. like, was that a conversation? Because halfway through this performance, they're both lip syncing because Leah starts to sing. Mm-hmm. So did yeah. someone on set turn to Darren and was like, well, Leah's lip syncing, so you're going to have to lip sync. <laughs> like, what, what happened? I want to know. I think he's genuinely the best singer on the show. Shut I'm up. Uh, Connor. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. That just cannot be true. Yeah. It cannot <laughs> be true. <laughs> but like, why... I feel like Darren Chris, like, I like Darren Chris, but I feel like he's a really, I, I can just imagine him being like, just, I want to sing this live. Like, I feel this, I feel this live when I'm singing it live. Well, I feel like, like the only songs that he sings live in the series, he's always at a piano, right? Like, he never does, like, any of the yeah. other songs live, right? True. Yeah, there's a, it's not a song, but he, like, sings with a guitar when him and Elliot have it out. Oh, yeah, not included. A vampire 
rocks Vamp- goth vampire yeah person. oh yes yes yes, yes not yes. part of the glass yeah. season five. i always think that about the band though like when there's a musical performance on glee like are they genuinely playing electric guitars like how can you mimic right. playing that i do want to say <laughs> i know season five season six or whatever but there was a gorgeous shot in that music video where they're like leaving the cafe and they're on the street and there's the wide a really gorgeous shot something i picked up on yeah it was mm-hmm. great and i think the only time like we ever actually see exterior ohio in, in this <laughs> hearing i yeah. cannot remember the context of this song oh okay yes so this is um after leah michelle um i feel like in season six it's she's no longer rachel it's leah michelle um, yeah. Leah, okay. <laughs> Leah Michelle gets fired uh, from a TV show that she wrote and starred in. And I think that yeah. a lot of people sort of overlook the fact in the first scene of season six, her agent tells her, uh, among other organizations, NAACP and PETA are actually very, very upset with the, oh uh, with the series that she started. Um, and they just sort of like don't actually address like, oh, wait, what did you do to animals and also black people, um, Lee Michelle? Uh, to piss off these organizations. And like, why is Mercedes still chill with her by the end of the series? No one knows. <laughs> uh, so like, Oof. so this is sort of like a sympathy song, like, oh, Lee Michelle, you were being racist and you lost your show. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I do wish that this song was sung in another context. I think it's a great song. I just think it's a good song. And they were getting to the end of the series and they were like, oh, we actually haven't sang this song yet. And we, you know, have to do it. And they were like, yeah. where do we where do we fit it? It's a musical theater song that I think people that don't know musical theater know this song. Mm-hmm. In the context of the series, I quite enjoy it. Like, I mean, I know it's a ridiculous scenario that Rachel and Blaine are in, like, Kurt is broken up with Blaine like they're both back in Ohio like it's I mean it's ridiculous but it is very kind of cute in the context of like where you see where those two characters are at mm-hmm. and it's like yeah. this is the, the opening episode of the season you know they've laid the groundwork like where are we going to go from here yeah so in that regard it's quite cute it's cute do you think it will go through that's a really tough question because it really depends I think this is great like I love the song mm-hmm. I think it's a bop but this oh my god Oh my god! I'm just after seeing Andrew's big quench cup, um, but no, it, it 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 should be. I don't know. I'm excited for the next one. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I really like Suddenly Seymour. I can see it not going through. I'm trying hard to read Andrew's facial reactions right now. It, I I you don't. Can't. Yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna play it. <laughs> We need to be singing waiters, okay? I can't have this in my home. I need my peaceful place. You don't have to sing, Santana. But I dare you not to. Don't go changing to try and please me. You never let me down before. Mm-hmm. Don't imagine you're too familiar. I don't see you anymore I would not leave you In times of trouble, no We never could have come this far Ooh. I took the good times I'll take the bad times 
take you just the way you are. I don't want clever conversation. I never want to work that hard. Just want someone that I can talk to. I want you just the way you are. I need to know that you will always be the same old someone that I knew. That's forever. forever, and this I promise from the heart.、Mm-hmm. I couldn't love you any better. I love you just the way you are. What are your thoughts?、Um, immediately, viscerally uncomfortable with the Sam and Ra- Rachel relationship. There, yes.、Mm-hmm. Sorry, what is what is that about? I really like this, but this is a tough one for me, guys. I, I the the only way I would prefer just the way you are is because there is simply more characters in it. Yeah. However, within the context of the show, and knowing everything about the show, I. Th- I think I'm gonna have to go with suddenly Seymour. I really do love just the way you are, and I think it's a lovely moment in the absolute pits of fire that was season five. But suddenly Seymour is my jam. I'm sorry, I don't know if that's an unpopular opinion. You are sailing into the vote. Um, uh, I, <laughs> um, I think that just the way you are. It came in the season five Billy Joel tribute、mm-hmm. episode, and I think that this is the only good song. I might be incorrect here, but this is the only good song from, like, in my opinion. And obviously, Santana like doing like the fake、yeah. out. I remember being obsessed with that, where she was like, "I,、mm-hmm. I'm going into my room," which is a curtain, <laughs>、uh, and then she comes out, and then with the brush, and she sings into the brush, and it's just great. And I think it's like it's just so cute. It's just like it's very、mm-hmm. pure. They're having fun. I think if I'm going to vote now, I'm going to go with、oh、just the way you are. Which means, Allison, you're put in the hot seat.、Uh, this is a really hard one. This is a really hard one. I think it's Rachel and Blaine at a piano versus Rachel, Blaine, and Co at a piano. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I I agree, Connor. I really don't think Rachel and Sam have any sexual chemistry, especially、no. in that song. It's like they're just friends. Like let them just be friends. It's okay. Like Sam doesn't have to kiss. Every single female character on this show, it's gonna be fine. No one's gonna stop them. <laughs> <laughs> Sa- it's Sam and Mercedes' endgame for me. I know that that might true, not true. pan out, but、mm-hmm. I do love them together, so I can't see Sam and Rachel being a thing, which they're teasing in just the way you are. But this is a hard one. 
This is a hard one because there's more people, but I'm gonna go with Suddenly Seymour. That's sick. That's sick. I know. I'm sorry, Andrew. Andrew, out of the three episodes I have heard, I genuinely think that that one right there has been the hardest one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wait, no. How about all that jazz versus listen to your heart? Oh, for me immediately, I was on your side. I would have went for all that jazz. I know. That's a a different (laughs) conversation. Too bad you were not on episode three of Gleek of the Week. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But okay, so suddenly Seymour is going through, um, wouldn't be my Glacket, but. uh, It's our Glacket, Andrew. (laughs) It's our Glacket. We are moving on to the second competition. First song. Uh, This is is a fun one. This is a fun one. We started this series with kind of some not great songs. I think we're hitting some, like, bangers. Okay, they are the famous last words now. <laughs> no, no, this is this is a through and through banger. Okay. I know you okay, will agree, I Connor. I know you will. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> I know it. Okay. Jolene, 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 Jolene I'm begging of you, please don't take my man Jolene, 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 Jolene Please don't take him just because you can Your beauty is beyond compare With flaming locks of golden hair With ivory skin and eyes of emerald green your smile is like a breath of spring Your voice is soft like summer rain And I cannot compete with you, Jolene He talks about you in his sleep And there's nothing I can do to keep from crying When he calls your name, Jolene And I could easily understand How you could easily take my man But you don't know what he means to me, Jolene Jolene, 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 Jolene Please don't take him even though you can Jolene 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 Alright, uh, Connor, I know that you've actually interviewed Dot Marie Jones, right? I did a little creeping on your Instagram. Yeah, well, she's we've interviewed her for the podcast. She follows me on Instagram, and she is so lovely. She sends me voice notes all the time, guys. Oh, that's so like, sweet. Imagine, <laughs> imagine you're shocked just laying there at night and getting a fucking voice note from Coach Beast. Like, what Amazing. do you do with that information? Okay, wait, what is she What, <laughs> is, very nice. what is she saying? She's, like, just checking in? Long story short, my very first acting agent used is an Irish guy, but he used to be an actor in the States, mm-hmm. and he was in a play with Dot Marie Jones back in the 1980s. Found out that I was setting up my podcast, put me in contact with her, and I nearly, like, died. Of course. Yeah. And um, just in the lead up to, like, organizing dates and stuff, she, like, just was sending me loads of voice notes. And then my mom had an accident right before Christmas. She, like, fell over and she had to go to a hospital. Oh, no. And she saw that on oh, social gosh. media and she sent me, like, voice notes being like, hi, I hope your mom is okay. And, and I'm just sitting here like, oh, yeah, she's fine. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> that is so Her story, sweet. I so swear sweet. on my life. But she's so sweet. She's so sweet. Oh, I love um, that. But this song, I think, is like iconic. I know it's sung by 
Coach Beast, but let's just give a shout out to Jane Lynch. Like, how gorgeous is she? She is absolutely <laughs> beautiful. With flaming um, locks of golden hair, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think that this is going to be, like, the last one, guys. Like, I don't know. Like, okay, I, I, I enjoy this. Like, it's not one of my favorite Glee performances ever. Mm-hmm. But I think it's all going to compare to what we get next. Um, I think it's a good song for this character. I think the character of Coach Beast is at a really good yeah. point yeah, I enjoyed this performance. Like that's all. That's all I have to say. And I'm very Switzerland on this performance. Yeah. Okay. No, it's good. And I think I believe it's it's Coach Beast's only solo in the series. You know, she gets a few duets mm. here and there. She even sings an Ariana Grande song in the last season oh, yes. in a group number. If you could <laughs> even believe that. But yeah, this is when she really got to shine. Is this before Coach Beast marries Cooter Menkins? This is when they're fighting over Cooter. Cooter. I hate I hate that name. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I wish I could tell Coach Beast that Cooter Menkins is a total D bag. Yeah. Like, and it's not worth fighting with Coach Sue about this because he's the worst. Although because of Cooter Jenkins, it does lead to one of the best glee musical performances of all time. Oh yes. You know what I'm going to say? You're going to say cell block tango. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> shake it off. Is it shake it off or shake it out? Shake it out. I always get confused. Shake it shake out. Shake it out. Yeah. One of the best Glee songs and that's on period. Like I imagine <laughs> if that was the next one that came up. Well, we'll see. We'll see right now what Jolene is against. It is going okay. to be a little bit tricky. These two against each other.
audition song for West Side Story? Yeah, so Mercedes chooses to audition for West Side Story with a Jennifer Hudson song. Wouldn't be the immediate (laughs) choice. Uh, Whereas (laughs) Rachel, who actually did get the part of Maria, did audition for West Side Story with a West Side Story song. Uh, Nice. uh, This is, I believe, this is my mom's favorite song from Glee. So if this was her Glacket, (laughs) You know, series would be over. Yes. Uh, I think it would be like between this and How Will I Know, obviously, you know, top tier. Okay. Spotlight. Firstly, it's from one of my favorite Glee episodes of all time. I agree. I I love that episode. Um, It's just, I think that that is what Glee should have been from the get-go. It was such a heartbreaking, but kind of inspirational and hopeful and funny episode and it was it just had everything i loved how this was shot i loved seeing rachel come up the side of the stage and the camera kind of following her Mm -hmm. peering out into mercedes shout out to the absolute queens that are britney s pierce and (laughs) tina cohen chang at the start of this performance they just make me laugh so much is that true because i think that they're talking to each other before (laughs) that part and then all of a sudden they go is that you is that you (laughs) Oh my goodness. Without it's missing a like beat. Jenna yeah. Ushkowitz was like, you know what, guys? I'm going to be given my screen time and I'm going to make it work. Like, this yeah. is what we're doing. And we're talking about it 10 years later. Yeah. Yes. And also, yeah. lastly, um, this is a real Mercedes has arrived moment. Like, here she is. This is what I have to offer. Love me, hate me, feel indifference towards me. Here mm. I am. Just a great musical performance, I think. I think so as well. Honestly? I don't even remember what our other song was. It was that's against. This. Oh my so. god! Wow, it's like it's only spotlight now. Oh my spotlight god! Jolene made me is found dead in a ditch. Yep. <laughs> Jolene is quaking. Jolene is not getting the spotlight. Oh, it was apparently. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to go with spotlight. I'm already voting, but yeah, me too. I have to go with spotlight. I do love that. I love the West Side Story stories that go into those episodes where they sing the West Side Story songs. Mm -hmm. I just love it. And it was like this whole conversation that they're having is like, well, Rachel needs the lead for her Niada application and like college is a thing that we need. And when I was watching the show, like I was also thinking about that. Like, oh, I need to get into art school. Like, oh God, (laughs) what am I going to do? So I really related. Yeah. To this whole storyline. Yeah, but I, I loved it at this point in this in season three, it's only Rachel and Kurt that are thinking about their future, even though they are in the senior year yeah. of their high school. Um, yeah. and whereas like Mercedes <laughs> is like, I don't even understand. What are you, college? What are you talking about? <laughs> and so like, it's not until and like then, a week before. Yeah. yeah. And then it's also like Rachel and Kurt evidently aren't thinking of their future that much anyway, because in this first episode of season three, they yes. get shocked and surprised when they find out that Juilliard doesn't have a musical theater program yeah. how would they not yeah. know this google rachel is free Kurt and rachel but it's it's spotlight for me so it's it's spotlight for me as well i think it's spotlight across the board right Same here yeah okay so spot- actually no it's jolene it's jolene i mean at this point that, <laughs> just that vote is just going nowhere but thank you um <laughs> uh yeah so spotlight and suddenly seymour are going through Jolene and Just The Way You Are are staying behind. We are going into the final competition of the episode. Here is our oh my gosh. first song from the same season. Oh. Another another season three song. Okay, I okay. love season I will, three. Yeah, I love season three. I really love Rachel and Tina's outfits and Quinn. 
their outfits in season three for me Cute. top tier like i would wear that oh, purple dress i that know that i i know what this is just from the screen there's no way that you that. know what this is what yes, is it i do say Constant it some craving it's not <laughs> oh okay well then i'm wrong. is it perfect oh no <laughs> Este amor llega si esta manera No tiene la culpa Que vaya a Oliven Chivana Porque muy depreciado por eso No te perdono llorar Este amor llega si esta manera No tiene la culpa Amor te complementan would you dance if I ask you to dance? Would you run and never look back? Would you cry if you saw me crying? Would you save my soul tonight? I can be your hero, baby. I can kiss away the pain. And I will stand by you forever. You can't take my breath away. I can be your hero. Oh my goodness. Sam and Mercedes. Boy, Sam and Mercedes. The last song was Sam Mercedes, Mercedes and yeah. Shane. This is Sam and Mercedes. Connor, what are your thoughts? Okay, firstly, shout out to Shane, underrated king. Underrated. <laughs> Andrew brought it up there. Just, I just do not care. The only good thing about this episode was the iconic Santana Lopez ran towards the end of it. Everything else was absolute crap. Yeah. It's the worst episode of season three, <laughs> I think. Oh, yeah. Um, it, I, This musical performance is just so inconsequential to me. It doesn't even make me cringe. It just, I don't care about it enough to have any kind of visceral reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. I have nothing to say other than I cannot see how the next song will lose against this. I do not agree. You like <gasps> this? I really love this song. Not the episode in general, but this song just hits Enrique Iglesias' Hero. I think that they wasted that song. I think that they could have saved Hero for another episode and yeah. they could have not mashed it up with another song. Yeah. Bumbleo. And it could have just been I better. love Bumbleo, though. It's such like a... I get jazzed up. Yeah. I get feels. I just... I think with Court Overstreet, for example, Mark Salin, like, they could obviously sing... Mm-hmm. But their voices are just mm-hmm. so bland and generic to me. It's just, they, like, you know, Leah Michelle, Amber Riley, Naira Vera, three amazing vocalists, obviously, mm-hmm. but they've got yeah. their, like, distinct tones. Like, Cord Overstreet is just so boring to listen to. It's like, he's just a guy who can sing. I'm trying There's to think, like, what, me. what is Sam's best song in the series to you? Baby. Justin Bieber. Like, I suppose for me, it would probably be Lucky, and that's with Quinn. Oh. So, I don't know. Like, yeah. Or yeah, maybe a... Billionaire. Like, I don't know. His voice isn't just... It doesn't 
do anything for me. Like it's it's something it's something that you hear at American Idol auditions like five hundred times in a row. Yeah, like no one. I, I don't think that there's a single like Sam song that was like, wow, he did that. Sam, no, I'm trying wasn't. to fight for you. Yeah, but I I can't. Ultimately, this might go through. It might, it could, depending it on could. what we get. Okay, it won't go through. Um, (laughs) not for me and I think that Connor is going to be with me on this one another season 3 song we've had uh, love that yeah we've had um, 4 season 3 songs in this episode season 3 is for sure my favorite I think I love season 3 here we go oh I know it okay do you actually know know yes I do know it Uh, this is what a feeling it is what a feeling that's our unique factor and that's what I love about us yeah, me too. All alone I have cried Silent tears full of pride In a world made of steel Made of stone Well, I hear the music Close my eyes, feel the rhythm Wrap around, take a hold of my heart What a feeling Beings believing I can't have it all Now I'm dancing for my life Take your Um, Mr. Schuster being absolutely terrifying at the end of that performance. Um, <laughs> I hate that him banging the top of the bus. Uh, <laughs> I, I think this is a really great performance. This is an yes. absolutely iconic performance. Firstly, again, Leah Michelle looks so sexy in this. When she's in the auditorium in that blue dress, mm-hmm. she looks so sexy. Secondly, I don't know whether it's because I'm gay, but there's something about musical performances in which when they're in the auditorium and then they run out into the hall, it just gets me going. (laughs) I love that. I love the drama of it. And then they run out into like the courtyard and Leah does the spin. I will say it's because you're homosexual. Inject this into my veins. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably down to that. I would say so. There's something about a hallway. (laughs) <laughs> that is inherently about, gay. <laughs> there's something about lockers that's just not straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love this. It's a rare Rachel Tina duet. Mm. It's the only one. I, it's the only one. Yeah. I, I was about to say. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I love this song. And it's they're about to go to nationals for the second time. Correct. And, yeah. and just like any time Finn is anywhere near a song, I'm like, yeah. He doesn't even need to sing. He just needs to be in a bus. He doesn't even need to sing. He just needs to be present for me to be like, yes, I like this. He needs to be in a, in a bus with every other new direction. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I think with scenes like that, like with everything coming out about like the show and stuff, and it's like when they called cut and they're all just on that bus, like what's the atmosphere like? Like what are they exactly. all talking about? Like right. are they all like ignoring each other? Are they just in their little cliques? Like I want to know. Someone has. <laughs> I know Naya wrote her tell-all book prior to her passing, but like there, I I hope one day that like Brad the Piano Man or something yeah. comes out with like an exclu- Like we need more details. Like where are the yeah. bloopers? Yes. Where yeah. are they? They they don't exist because it was just uncomfortable. Yeah. Right? I think that must be the reason that we don't have them. I Genuine so. questions to be asked, uh, to be answered here, Ryan Murphy. Well, like... I mean, there was like, there were few and far between deleted scenes as well. Like, we hardly got any deleted scenes. And we, like, knew about deleted scenes. Like, we know that Kurt and Mercedes sang for Galicious, but, like, and it was filmed, but where is it? Oh, where yes. did it go? Like, there's a Where's great the interview with Jenna Ushkowitz on a podcast, and it, it was maybe recorded the last year and she was talking about how she found herself kind of in a very difficult situation because on the one hand she was in an incredibly privileged position to be on like one of the most successful shows in American TV but on mm-hmm. the other hand she was like I kind of want to like challenge myself and like work here and not just end up saying something inconsequential every six weeks yeah and it was this yeah. like argument in her head of like I should be grateful but like how come I'm not getting anything here it's very, yeah. there's so many layers, guys. So many layers to this. I know. Well, I mean, the way that they treat, because this is like the, this is the series, like, Tina episode. Um, mm-hmm. And mm. I think that, like, it showed promise. Like, they were like, okay, like, we're giving Tina this episode. She's going into her senior year soon, because this is near the end of season three. And uh, and it, it looks good for Tina. But then they sort of, like, made her out to be this, like, brat that was like she wanted yeah. things like she was like demanding yes. and she was exactly. rude yeah and everyone always stands up for mike chang like i love mike chang he's a king but like in that particular episode not to get too deep into it when tina was like oh like i should have a chance to sing a solo he was like no like this is rachel's thing like th- this no. is rachel doesn't thing. know your name bitch yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just like <laughs> i'm just like mike this is your girlfriend like stop like Give let, let yeah. just no, Mike. Sorry, you're you were a king, but that's a problematic moment out of you. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate that it's implied that Sue Sylvester drove them to Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, I guess ah! from Lima to Chicago is like not that far, but <laughs> I know this is a fictional TV show, and um, yeah. they actually did not drive from Lima, Ohio, to Chicago. But <laughs> God, I would have loved to have been on that bus. <laughs> Me too. Um, be iconic. <laughs> Me too. Uh, are we ready to cast the vote? Bombaleo hero versus Flashdance. What a feeling. Flashdance, yeah, what a feeling for me. Flashdance, what a feeling. Yeah, I agree. Allison, you're not you're not going down with that ship? I'm not going down with that ship. Bombaleo, very good song. I do love Cordover Street. I will fight for him, but not right now. Okay. Sorry, so, Cord. Sorry, Cord. 
I mean, we we've said, we said a lot of shit about cord in this episode. It wasn't cord. I mean, <laughs> no. Yes, I just want to. I did. I did want to say when we were talking about him earlier. I really like cord over street, and I liked some. I that sounded really harsh what I was saying earlier, but you know what I mean. It's like yeah, right. Bland I mean, in comparison to bland, others. Bland in comparison. I would agree. Wait, so Connor, I realized that at the at the start of the episode that we didn't really ask about your podcast all that much. Tell us about what you're doing over on your pod. Yes, so it's called Glee Cup, as in recap. We recap every single episode of Glee from the pilot to the very last episode. Um, Amazing. As of recording this, we are just about to release the first episode of season three. Mm-hmm. Um, and each week I'm joined by a new guest, some of whom love the show, hate the show, feel indifference towards it and have never seen it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, it's very fun. Um, I actually have, a, my mother's cousin is on the next episode, which is very, very fun. funny and an interesting Amazing. dynamic. Um, but you guys will have to come on at one point, please. I would love. Please. Wait, so what season are you recording right now? Um, We're just wrapping up recording season four. So we've got season five and season six to record. Season five, that sounds like a lot of fun. The most chaotic Glee ever got, yes, I think, in my I opinion. I will make sure to put you on an absolutely chaotic episode of season Please. five. I mean, <laughs> Katie, Katie Gaga has my heart until my final breath. I mean, oh, Katie Gaga... Unreal. Well, there we go. We can lock it in. Oh okay, my god! Go, go. Please. Uh, <laughs> oh Alrighty. Well, um, Connor, we like to wrap up every episode asking um, if Glee was still on the air today. What oh. songs do you believe they would sing? Tribute episodes? Maybe like not even songs, like trends. Whatever. What would they do? I think that they would do "Green Light" by Lord. Ooh, as like yeah. an end of episode, you know, like Dog Days are over slash weird thing. I yeah. can totally see that, like the start, like Rachel and or Santana walking down the corridor. I have chills thinking about that. Like that is, yeah. like I have always said that to my friends. They're like, okay, Connor. I'm like, this would have been on Glee. Like this would have been on Glee. <laughs> um, obviously the basic answer is everyone says they will do a Hamilton episode. Mm-hmm. Yes. Something I would have loved to have seen when the show was on. I don't know why they didn't kneel into the Spice Girls more. I would have loved sure. to have seen a Spice Girls tribute episode. They only did one Spice Girls song, I believe. Only one. But there's a lot they could have done there. Mama, um, to become one, mm-hmm. um, stop right. Say now, you'll be there. Like, yeah. Say you'll be like what the f- that would have been iconic. They could I have know. an all male cover of a Spice Girls. They're my mm-hmm. three choices, guys. Yeah, but they did Wannabe and they were like, well, that's enough. Exactly. <laughs> and Wannabe wasn't great, was it? No. Mm-mm. It wasn't great. It was like very like sharp and it, like, it was like almost they like, were like yelling at each other. Yeah. Didn't like exactly, it. Exactly. Yeah. Did not like us. Where can people find you on the internet, Connor? So you can find us at Glee Cap Podcast on Instagram and or Twitter. And you can find me personally on both platforms at I am Connor Burke. So that's I A-M. C-O-N-O-R-B-U-R-K-E. Oh my God, I love it. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Connor. It was thank such a joy. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm sure I'll chat to you guys soon when you're on season five, the peak Please. of television. Please. We're the peak of television. <laughs> the golden age of television. Yes, yeah. exactly. 
Alrighty, well, guys, thank you, thank so, you much. so much. <laughs> thank See you, you later. This has been Gleek the Week, hosted by Andrew McGuire and Allison Dodge. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. I'm at Allison Dodge. And you can follow me at McGuyGuy, M-C-G-U-Y underscore G-U-Y. And you can even follow the show's page at Gleek of the Week Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Our theme song is mixed by Joe Graves. And the cover art was done by Elias Williams. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you'd like to be a Gleek of the Week, email us at gleekoftheweekpod at gmail.com. We'd love to have you on. Please!